Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building our prayer lives. We've been studying the New Testament book of Acts, where we've seen that Christians frequently prayed together. They saw frequent demonstrations of God's power, and there was frequent persecution against the Christians. That was the case in Acts chapter 16, when Paul was traveling with his friend Silas. In that chapter, Paul and Silas had gone to a place of prayer where they were encountered by a young woman whom the Bible says had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune-telling. The apostle Paul discerned that the young woman had an evil spirit, and he cast the demon out of this girl. Verse 19 of Acts chapter 16 says, But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. Well, eventually, Paul and Silas were put into prison. And now we read in Acts 16 and verse 25 what Paul and Silas did while they were imprisoned. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds, and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. What a remarkable account. Paul and Silas were in jail, and they're in bonds, and uh, they're locked up there. They had been beaten with rods before they'd been put into jail, so they probably were uh, bruised and perhaps bleeding. But here they were in jail at the midnight hour, singing hymns to God and praying loudly enough that all the other prisoners could hear them and listen to them. And then, for his servants, God did something extraordinary. An earthquake came, and the foundations of the prison were shaken. The doors were opened. Everyone's bonds were unfastened. Apparently, no one was injured by this earthquake, but the prisoners were released. God demonstrated his power as his servants prayed. This reminds me of the prayer we studied in Acts chapter 4, when Peter and John had been forbidden to preach in the name of Jesus. They came together with the church, and the church prayed by exalting the Lord. Uh, They quoted scripture. They prayed for boldness, and then God's power came, and as a result, people were saved. Here we see this 
pattern in a very similar way with Paul and Silas. They're praising God. They're singing and they're praying. They're bold in what they're doing. God demonstrates his power in response to the faith and worship and prayers of his servants. God shows his power, and as a result, people are saved. The jailer and all of his house were saved. This is a reminder, once again, that our first response to any adversity should be to pray. And when we pray, we should focus on the greatness of our God who often in response to prayer sends his power so that people are saved.